It is 1121. Welcome back. We have Will Altoff with a trending story. Hey, Will. Hey, Brian. There's a new record for the nation's largest pumpkin. Scott Andrews weighed his massive pumpkin in at 2,554 pounds over the weekend at the Great Pumpkin Farm in Clarence, New York. Uh, that's just north of Buffalo. Beats the previous record by 26 pounds. It did actually show, fall short of the Guinness record, though, that was set at 2,702 pounds. The pumpkin will be on display at the farm until October 16th, when I imagine it will just rot. Something else when you see the flatbeds rolling up with the pumpkin. I mean, it, that's what goes on in, in those cases. Not exactly going to be in the organic aisle either. Those those pumpkins uh, pumped all kinds of full of all kinds of stuff. It's uh, it's wild. But all right. Um, speaking of being pumped full of things, no telling uh, to a situation. I mean, this, this is just wild. So to attack it below, of course, Dolphins quarterback been the talk nationally in the NFL. Potentially concussions in successive games within four days of each other. You had the NFLPA, the Players Association, firing the independent doctor involved in evaluating Tua and going through the concussion protocol. Leagues agreed to a change with the players in concussion protocol going forward. What do we make of this whole deal? Dr. Greg Larvey is joining us now from the Integrated Medical Center website, FloridaIMC.com. Dr. Larravee, I mean, what what do we make of this? Looks pretty bad. Yeah, I mean, the optics are are not great for the NFL. Um, You know, changes needed to come. Uh, Unfortunately, um, you know, we witnessed something horrible on Thursday night uh, to actually start this conversation. Um, You know, in in this case, it happened to be two in the Dolphins, but it could have been any team in the league, in my opinion. When you... Take a look at how the you got two things. One, you got the medical evaluation, and then you've got the decision by the Dolphins to go ahead and start him as well. Uh, walk me through that that whole process and and where your concerns exist within within that. Well, I mean, it's in my opinion, nobody should have witnessed that hit on Thursday night because you should have never been allowed to return to the game on Sunday afternoon against the Bills. I mean, if you look at the play, and I've looked at it numerous times, um, you know, and the first go-around when I looked at it, I was watching the games with my boys, um, my two little guys. I mean, you know, he he stood up and showed five signs of head trauma, um, five. And if you look at the replay, and I'm not sure if everybody saw it, but in one of the angles, he actually showed some posturing, some stuff going on with his hands, not as dramatic as the Thursday night, but he did have some posturing on Sunday. Um, so there's a loophole, and that's how he ended up getting in the game. So let, let me explain to you how, how this works. Um, so, you know, you, you show signs. So there's what's called these no-go signs. And if the player actually has any of the no-go signs, it doesn't matter uh, any what happens in the evaluation in the blue tent. So, you know, in the blue tent, they go through eye coordination and memory type testing, neurological testing, but those don't matter. If the player has a no-go sign which uh, on the field, which is loss of concussionness, um, confusion, memory loss, or gross motor instability, it doesn't matter what happens in the tent. He should not be allowed to play. Now, where the loophole comes in and allows for subjectivity for the head team physician and the independent neurological consultant is that gross motor instability. 
Okay, so it has to be neurologically based. But there's a loophole that says that if that stumble that happened um, came from an orthopedic standpoint, and in this case they said the stumble happened to be uh, low back pain, uh, then the player uh, can come back onto the field, and and that's what happened. So you know there is that loophole, uh, that subjectivity from the uh, neurological consultant, the head team physician. Um, which, in my my opinion, was, was you know a huge mistake. Um, he should have never been allowed to come back in. He would have been in the concussion protocol, and thus would have never passed the five step protocol to get back onto the field on Thursday. You know, Dr. Larrabee, you're an expert, and so you're watching TV. You're able to see the five signs, as you point out. How is it that you feel this doctor that was there with him missed this? You know, we know, right? Players want to play and teams want to win, and there needs to be an unbiased evaluation diagnosis, which is critical uh, critical to keep the players from harming themselves. Now, that unbiased evaluation is supposed to be that independent doctor. Um, that being said, there is that subjectivity uh, component to it, and I think with the um, you know the, the on-field evaluations, the return to play, all these things are being investigated currently. Uh, we're going to find out in probably in the next week or two uh, what the new rules are. But I think it's going to take out the subjectivity from that neurological consultant. Um, that being said, you know, I, you know, I've been doing these calls here for the past few days. Uh, I put it out there to all my followers online. And, um, you know, it, there's a, a huge, uh, what was it, 96% to 4% saying that, you know, the neurological consultant is just a scapegoat. You know, so my next question was, okay, so who's responsible? The head team physician, the loophole and concussion protocol, the independent consultant, or all of the above? And, you know, majority was, you know, I think it was 92% was all of the above. Yeah. Even though the independent neurological consultant said it's okay for him to go back in, you know, the head team physician should have stepped in. I mean, and Tua himself, I mean, you know, obviously the journal's pumping, you want to get back on that field, but you got to have, um, you know, Thinking about the future, right? I mean, we know yeah. that these concussions are cumulative, uh, long-lasting symptoms, but that's why it's important to, to get somebody in there, take out the subjectivity to keep these players from harming themselves. Yeah, you can't leave it in the hands of players. We, we know that. Most of them, uh, they didn't get to the NFL because they, they uh, didn't want to play uh, given any opportunity to do so. Dr. Greg Larvey, really appreciate the time, the expertise with the Integrated Medical Center, FloridaIMC.com. We'll be right back here on the Brian Mudd Show, News Radio 610, WIOD. Current.